battle is going to be a classic because, as you as you know, I've been pumping Marty Leslie for a couple of years now. Alamu! Oh, oh. It's very easy to be exposed as an open side if you don't have your mate up your backside. They don't build him like that anymore. Does it for me to tingle up the spine, the tingle in the loins? Messy me, that could have put him in Ward 4. I hope not, Bill. That's a maternity ward. Looked like a blind man in a brothel just left groping. <laughs> uh, lawful lover kia ora welcome uh welcome back to saddle chat episode four uh for another week been off for a couple of weeks everyone's been in isolation and uh had a bit of a spot of covid but we're good now we're back albeit just three of us tonight uh go around the table um quick intro hope i uh, <clears throat> Hope our copper. G'day. How you been? Hey, mate. Um, I've been quite well, actually. I, <laughs> even though I did have COVID last week, it was quite a mild case. Um, You're a stat now. I should be a stat now. I didn't put it on the website. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't want to be part of the stats. That's quite naughty of me. Um, but, yeah, so I had it quite mild, so it was actually quite boring. I... Didn't even spend one day in bed. Didn't get a day off work. Um, so quite lucky. I should probably say I'm more lucky than, than not. So, mm. yeah, so just was at home. Got some home workouts in there? Yes. With your in-house gym? Yep, I have some weights. So it was actually still quite hard. Like I found um, working out when I must have first got it, I couldn't breathe. <laughs> I needed my asthma pump. Yeah, probably a quick note out to those who get COVID. Working out during COVID is not the go. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I scaled it back quite a bit, actually. Um, but yeah, had a bit of sponsorship from the club and stole some uh, some clips for my, for my weights. I was wondering where that was. But I have returned them. They have been returned, yes. I'm on the check. Yes, they're there and I wiped them down. So all COVID-free. Good now. Nice. Back into training. Yeah, good to be back. You guys had training last night? Yeah, training last night was actually quite good. We had the most numbers that we've had so far um, mm. this year. So that was cool. Still short a few. So if you're keen to come down and jam with the ponies, you're more than welcome to. But yeah, looking good going into the to the game this weekend. Mint. Uh, Ezra. Yo. How's your last couple of weeks been? Last couple of weeks been good. Thank you. <clears throat> I've um, been pretty lucky to have managed to elude the bug. Going, doing its rounds, so. mate. Me and you, we, we we have to be the two luckiest people at this club. Could be. Continue to touch wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been lucky actually. So, um, yeah, actually, you know, on a whole, I think our club's actually been pretty fortunate to be honest. If you get some, some other clubs are really doing it tough. So, yeah, one of those things. Um, but yeah, no, big week obviously coming up. So, hope you will just remain healthy and yeah, give. Uh, Give Brown one a pretty good shot. And hopefully, start um, start strong. Yeah. Mm. Not much COVID. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't going to go. Um, yeah, I've been good. Thanks, guys. Um, just been rocking and rolling. Super excited for this week. To be honest, uh, I think I messaged Hope yesterday and, and said that I uh, woke up um, nervous Monday morning, albeit a bit late. Two days in a row, late to work. Um, but yeah, wake up nervous. First. So you're late on Saturday, Monday, Tuesday. Gee. Yeah, 
real bad few mm. few few days for me. Um, but yeah, really excited for this week as well. <clears throat> uh, can't wait. Uh, just off the top, you know, uh, everyone that listens know we we like to partake in a bit of food eating on this pod. And uh, tonight we've we've gone to uh, Marina down there on the corner of uh, Jackson and Britannia. Britannia. Uh, just before the library there, uh, opposite the old ANZ, uh, fish, fish and egg burger. Yeah, so I, I grew up on Britannia Street, a stone throw from Marina. Mm. If, if I had my way, I'd, I would have had Marina takeaways every day. Yeah. But um, obviously. Welcome to my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's an, it's an institution. Um, been around uh, forever. Seems like it, you know. I, th- I think, you know, when I grew up in Petoni, obviously, I think of the stores from my childhood yep. that are still there. Yeah. And there's not many, but Marina is one of them. Um, so if you're cruising through Petoni, um, yeah, obviously support local business, small business. Uh, they've been, yeah, they've been doing them, yeah, doing the, ma- the magic for a long time. So, yeah, we ordered from Marina Fisheries tonight, fish and egg burger. Uh, would normally go fish, egg, and cheese, but mm. I thought we'd, um, the cheese away. Just I like that from you, is because I do not like cheese in my burger. So grateful. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. At all. Like I'll eat it if it's in there, but if I had a choice, you wouldn't. I would always take cheese out. Yeah. So you don't do the drunk cheese and mayo burgers from Macca's. I keep the cheese <clears> in the Macca's burger. But like, oh, mate, make a decision. Well, you can't just be like, "Hey, can I have a cheeseburger with no cheese?" It's weird. No, because you'd say you can have a hamburger. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that is true. Do they still sell those? Yes. I didn't even know there's an option. Um, yeah, it was real great. Great fish burger. Mm. Um, even better, I mentioned before the pod, beetroot is kind of a hidden gem in all burgers. Mm. Got to have beetroot in there. Just yeah. a little bit of sweetness, just sweetens it up. Yep. Plus it's a veggie. Yeah. Get away with it being a veggie, a root sure. veggie. Uh, yeah, in the ground. Yep, grows in the ground. And the chips. Oh, chips are great. Yeah, yeah, probably oh, yeah. the yeah, probably probably the best chips in Petoni at the moment. Mm. So, do you yeah. remember G's uh, fruit market, fruit and veg market? Yep, that was kind of a mainstay in Petoni for it ages. It was, yeah. Melanie mm. G, one of my classmates growing up, her, her parents and Warren. Warren G, yeah. Warren G, her older brother. His name was Warren G. Couldn't believe it, eh? He used to play here. Warren G, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, G's um, food or what's it called, food market, market or mm. yeah, that was a, a long serving institution. When I was little, we um, Princess Diana and Prince Charles and Prince Diana, not long after they married, came through along Jackson Street. And there's a there's Did a they? photo. Yep, there's a photo that I saw somewhere where they're coming along Jackson Street and Jesus is in the background. And he froze so the veggies at them. <laughs> yeah. Froze the cabbage or two. <laughs> um, going back a week before last, Freiburg, Freiburg, mm. come down from Palmy. Uh, unfortunately, Paraplum um, had to pull the pin on a preseason fixture, but they come down in, in the 11th hour mm. and put up a pretty good game. You guys were both here. It's a good little day. Yeah, I was a bit worried for the for the boys' uh, first half. wasn't looking too flash, uh, but they came back. They came out pretty aggressively, old Freiburg. Yeah. Yes. Freiburg. We'll say Freiburg. 
Um, but the boys come right towards the end there. Easy? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. Like Hope alluded to, um, obviously from the kickoff, poor old Mace had um, lined up that catch and then pulled out the last second and a couple of bounces after that. And then obviously his, op- I think it was his opposite that um, mm. scooped it up and scored from kickoff. So, yeah, so it was before you knew it, we were 5 0 down. And we were down 19 5, I think, uh, not long after that. But yeah, boys um, obviously up the game in the second half and blew them away in the end, which was um, which was pretty positive. Um, and yeah, we'll probably speak about the weekend just gone, but yeah, the guys just seemed to go to another level on the weekend, which was really good. Good prep leading into this week. Yeah, and um, good bunch of guys. They stayed around at the club for, mm. for quite a while, having a few busies and a cheeky feed before they took off. Um, shout out to them. Good luck uh, to those uh, guys for this season and the club. Uh, shout out to Annie, Rochelle, uh, Destiny and Karen for uh, doing the bar and, and sorting the food and, and things for us uh, also that weekend. Uh, weekend just gone as well. <clears throat> um, bit of a premier camp day um, here at the club. Uh, started in the morning with a bit of a clarity session, bit of detail work before getting into a, a pre-season game against Ponike. Um You weren't here, Harry. Uh, is what, what was your thoughts on the day and, and the game? It was <clears throat> looking back now, it was um I think we got um everything out of it that we wanted to. Mm. I think um it, it was a good eye opener as well for a lot of the obviously we've got a handful of guys that um have been part of uh, some national teams and obviously some high performance teams and environments and um and probably know about a sort of a typical game day that that they would experience um from week to week and you know some of those guys obviously play night games so it's a long day um so for just your club player to come along and kind of see what potentially you know um, yeah. is in for, is in store for them if they if they do kick on um so just i guess long story short we, we brought the boys in sort of mid-morning uh, obviously logan took them through a primer had our pre-match meal obviously we broke off into attack and d where you guys were able to um, you know, share those two disciplines. Um, obviously, there were a, a workshop element about it. Um, and then we got into the pre-match. And there's a worry, I guess, when you kind of um, maybe go through that so early out and it kind of adds a, a bit more to the standard rugby day that by yeah. kickoff, the guys might be a bit flat. Um, but the guys just, yeah, if anything, they kind of built really nicely. And then from kickoff, um, yeah, we just didn't relent. And you would have seen that on the weekend. Um, great that um, obviously the guys have got a real good idea about the shape now that you want to employ. Um, and then we just, guys just, yeah, I mean, they've got, you know, to see the likes of obviously uh, Josh Salder, who's playing a brand oh. new position. Um, and then I, I spoke about it on, to you guys on the weekend as well. Just, we haven't had genuine pace in this Premier team for a good decade, I reckon. Shout out to those guys who have played wing over the last few years. <laughs> yeah. So we've we've had we've had maybe one or two guys um, every year, but we haven't really had that depth where we can bring someone off the bench and and just kind of be able to maintain yeah. um, the pace that we want to play at, but also just so fresh legs came on and we just didn't lose anything, eh? And that's the that's I guess the worry sometimes is um, you know when the when you bring the bench on, we've seen some teams like you know the ABs, you know when they have like an Artie come off the bench or a Cody Taylor and that they can they can just go to another level. Yeah. And that's why other international teams have been able to stick with with the ABs. But I guess what we saw on the weekend is um potentially, yeah, what we were could hopefully look forward to and, and bring young guys, especially these young backs and um 
yeah, it was pretty uh, it was pretty awesome. So pretty exciting. Uh, I think like definitely not jumping the gun off the back of that result and stuff, but it was it was good to see the the boys kind of um, stay organised, stay calm, get through the work. I was um, saying to a few of the senior boys like it's real easy to come away from the plan when things are going that well, and then you kind of get into a rut or let let another team back in. Yeah, real impressed with uh, Josh at the moment. Um, it's not easy moving to to the front row and but around the park as well. Like I think we I think I've only ever seen him play that Norse game, that semi-final. Maybe the next one where he got injured as well. Um but his work rate is insane. Hmm. And his um his engine as well. He's the kind of guy that just runs himself to exhaustion and then has a quick break and then goes again. Um Peter Larko, awesome to have him back. And then a few young boys uh, starting to come through. Shout out to uh, Julius Masoy, uh, Brad Pritchard, uh, as usual. And then James Winter coming through as well. Uh, not forgetting uh, Richard Hanisi uh, come through and played the last 20, which is big for a kid like that. Mm. Uh, he's only been back playing footy for, for a couple of years. Um, but I think what, what it kind of mostly showed is just the potential out there. And the boys could see how they could play. Um, which is kind of perfect timing, kind of coming into an uh, OBU coming up. Uh, so excited around that. Just before we do get into um, the other games, well, we've already covered the premiums, but um, what, what was your guys' take on this? Uh, Will Smith and, uh, <laughs> I just said Smith with an F. <coughs> Will Smith and uh, Chris Rock. Go. Hope. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think I've seen a lot about it recently like have seen heaps of memes you've been isn't the internet funny like it's yeah i i don't really like seeing all the memes and stuff like they're funny but i i didn't like it's it's not, it's not very nice i don't think like being in will's position and someone's taking the piss out of your your wife yeah so you can <clears> feel for him and how he felt, and then I also enjoyed the same talk shit get hit. So <laughs> mm. <laughs> even though we shouldn't, God, is, is the word condone is that a good is condone good or bad? I can't remember hitting, but yeah. So I don't say much about it. Not everyone will agree with me. So yeah, yeah. I don't think you can condone condone that behaviour. Um, but just stepping back and having a look at what happened for what it is, there's some real funny parts of it. It's just that's, you know that's the, the Joker kind of me just um, definitely don't don't hurt anyone that makes funnier. There's better ways of going about it. I wish that you know what would have been way more effective for Will Smith to do was just walk up on stage and just go, "Hey, buddy, uh, I'm not sure if you know, but my my wife's got a, a hair condition down there. Really appreciate it if he didn't joke about that <clears throat> and mm. then walked off. Yeah, and then he would have apologized on, on, on the spot." But listening to it back as well, like Chris Rock sets up a joke where he's talking about these other people that are up for the award going against each other. And then his joke was like, hey, you're up against, you're, you're hoping Will Smith wins. And that was a joke over. But then he, off the cuff, I think he threw that in there as well. And I was just like, ah, bro, you couldn't control yourself. Unlucky yours. Took the slap like a champ. Have in a full on brawl on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Thoughts easy? Yeah. I think for Will Smith. You know, we've we've been watching him on the big screen for mm. the last you know two three decades. He's been around for you know probably thirty years, mm. and he's quite a, quite a, unfortunate that he's lost a lot of respect 
over you know something where you know like you say probably would have been more classy from him um if it maybe held off uh once he won that award maybe to incorporate that into you know that probably would have been better but um yeah it's one of those things you know you family's family man and yeah i guess uh like anyone if um if there's going to be some disrespect i guess sort of thrown your way uh that's just how people react but there's there's clearly some uh you know probably some some issues which are deeper than Mm. you know deeper than uh what we see on the surface so oh yeah i see what's happened and it's cool but i can give a joke and i can take a joke but sometimes i've i don't take the joke and i'd be like man i'll smack you (laughs) but so i see both sides but like as a guy that tells a lot of jokes all the time Sometimes when you do one and as soon as you've said it, you're like, oh, man, I wish I didn't say that. Or you, you think about it later and it's like, oh, that was a real rough joke. Like, even though you joke about a lot of things and almost everything, which I almost do, like sometimes some of them are by accident just because you're so quick-witted that it's just automatic. <clears throat> yeah. And saying that, Dave Chappelle would not have apologised. <laughs> Did you see Chris Rock's apology? Mm. He apologised. Mm. For getting hit. Yeah. But anyway, just be wise with your jokes. And yeah. Uh, Hope. Ponies had a game on the weekend. They it did. Was, uh, Avalon and Wainui Mixer. Paraplum, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so unfortunately, I wasn't there. So <laughs> I can't really talk much about it. Sorry. But I heard it went well. Yeah. So I heard. Well? Uh, yeah, it was some good vibes out there and uh, a lot of the girls enjoyed playing. I guess we haven't played for a long time as well. So, And they split it so that it was like 15-minute quarters or 15 minutes and you'd have a break and another team would play each other sort of thing. So <clears throat> it would have been a good uh, welcome back to rugby, I guess. So we have had a few girls in our team as well that have had COVID recently. So that plus it would have helped with the fitness. <laughs> I'm having it like that. Mm. And uh, the yeah, we'll we'll see where the ponies are playing this weekend later on in the pod. Uh, I did catch up with La. Said it kind of what what it was what it was a little bit short on numbers, but a good hit out. Yeah. Um, excited for this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I it's I feel like it's <clears> been <throat> the weirdest build up um, this year to rugby uh, studying. So it would just be good to just get out there and have a run, really. It is weird, eh? Because I've only felt like, from a Premier perspective, that we've, while we've done all the work and it's been of drips and drabs of different people every week, that we've finally only gotten um, a squad together the last couple of weeks or, you know, work, work towards it. Um, Moana, how good. How good. I hear they're pushing the Blues at the moment, but I think the Blues have come back a bit stronger. Is give us your rundown on the Moana game. Um, obviously, gutter that, um, that they're not going to the Canes, because obviously we're <clears> Canes fans. But I guess when we look at it on the whole, just really stoked for, mm. for them, eh? They had, they, had, they had no right to be as None. close as they were. For the majority of that game, they played 20 minutes with 14 were just absolutely that penalty count was so lopsided. 
they had no right to be that close. And then second half, you know, they just sort of, they got a bit of momentum. And I think they realised we're, we're actually a chance here. Mm. And I, I still didn't think they'd win. But yeah, at the end when Danny, obviously, you know, just managed What a try to see. Yeah. Mm. But I've got to say, Henry mm. Stowers, I think they got top account for carries, tackles, turnovers. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Did you watch the breakdown this week? No. Nah. Ken Laban was abs like we like uh, to sizzle a sausage here. Mm. He burnt it. <laughs> he absolutely burnt that guy's sausage on the breakdown yeah. mm. to a crisp. Is is he the one that's from here? Ken. No, no, Stowers. Yeah, from one. Yeah, he's a Scots. Oh yeah. Him and Ken. Oh, hey, well, him and Ken. He's Laban over here. Him and Ken have got a lot in common. Yeah. They both attended Scots College, both yeah. from Wainui. So no, you know, no, no surprise that you know Ken has been tugging on his, you know, Jimmy Jangos this week. It's just, <laughs> uh, you know, Henry, Henry was phenomenal. Yeah. He was phenomenal. He he would wouldn't have looked out of place in any of the New Zealand franchises. We've got to understand the the magnitude of this win mm. because this minor team, you know, albeit they've had a couple of games, Ken, but they're playing in a New Zealand franchise and they're playing, you know, they play the Saders and they play the. Landers or the Chiefs, sorry. So for them to to take this one, you, you might remember a few years ago when the Sunwolves beat the Blues and yeah. put forty on them in Tokyo. I didn't think <clears throat> we'd see anything like that again for a long time, but one of the have just proved us wrong, and it's Pe- pretty awesome. Yeah, people don't understand how big it is, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's, Especially when did they lose the week before the Chiefs by quite a bit. Like, well, that, bit that Chiefs blowout. game, they they were down, I think twelve seven maybe just before half time so they were in that for a long time and then you know the chiefs obviously went to another level but we've got to we've got to appreciate this minor team you know the npc players at at Mm. best you know so they haven't been exposed to this level of footy so for them to find that resolve um in that second half and you know scorpio kipu you know spoke pretty emotionally after the game danny tyler said you know what was egging them on to get that try was his parents you know he thinks about you know the importance of his family, his culture, his heritage, and that—it's um, bigger than that. And and the, the cool thing about the Swan team, brand new, so I don't think they've come together and been like, you know, like a like an ex, like an Eddie Anari who's from the Crusader, will be like, well, we did it this way, or any Blues guys will be like, oh, I reckon we do it that way. I think they've just been like, it's a clean slate. This is how we roll, and yeah, they've just shown now that they can they can knock over these Kiwi teams, and yeah, <clears> it's good confidence leading into. The rest of the comp? Yeah, I think when they get to the end of the season and they do their reviews and stuff, like I think there's going to be a big tick there um, just in being competitive because that's what you wanted out of this year. Just be competitive. You'd be in the hunt for every now and then, uh, every now and then with a the game. And if you happen to win one, absolute bonus. Um, they obviously won against the the Canes last week and they've, they've gone down to the Blues tonight, 32-19. But even that score is pretty close. Mm. So, yeah, well done. <clears throat> well done to uh, Moana getting up over the Canes there. And we spoke about uh, Poa the last last part, eh? Poa. A uh, little bit. Yeah. Did we talk about their last game? No. So, I don't think so. Congrats to Jacks. Yeah. Yeah, making that debut for mm. the Poa uh, against the... Matatu. Oh, from the south, eh? Mm. That's right. They went down. Who did? Hurricanes won. Hurricanes yeah. won. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Hurricanes won. Yeah. Thoughts on that game? 
And that's quite a while ago. Now. Yeah, I know. It feels like um, ages, isn't it? Oh, there was some big bunts in that game. Was that? Oh no, was that the Chiefs game where Monaco was? Yeah. Big bunts. Yeah, I was a little bit. You know, how I was. I'm useless with footy and who's playing who and when and stuff. And I was like, was that the last game? And he goes, yeah, like, yeah. He had no clue. <laughs> yeah, no clue at all. I was frustrated at the length of that competition because you can't really build into a season. Hmm. It's just a few weeks done. It was tough too because um, their preseason games for Blues and uh, Hurricanes got canned. Yeah. Because of COVID. So the only Chiefs and Matatu had played a preseason game. Hmm. So it would. So they were just trying to get into the comp on their first game rather than having a build-up or anything. Yeah. Plus dealing with whoever had COVID in their squad and those fitness levels. Mm. I do hope the, the comp expands uh, moving forward at some point. I don't know how it all works or what funding and stuff. Um, I think your boss was on breakdown yesterday talking about it. Mm. Robinson? Mm. Didn't even know he was the new rugby rugby boss. I was only been wrong for about a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back Chew. Um, it was really good to watch, though. I enjoyed watching the women's yeah. play. And it was, I mean, even though it was, they were playing four or five days apart, it was quite cool to watch some rugby during the day while I'm working. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> Change it up a bit, but obviously you can't always do that. Uh, one of the questions that Robertson was asked from the panel was, will this uh, women's super rugby comp dilute the Farah Palmer Cup. What do you guys think? Like it has for the men's. What does dilute mean? Um, not kind of watered down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like taking away the good players, or a little bit of that. But then, like, because NPC hasn't been the same since Super Rugby started. Uh, but Which it's, NPC? It's, the, the men's NPC? The men's, oh, yeah. <clears throat> but it's it's, diff- it's different now mm. because there's tears, and I think that he mentioned, and I agreed with, is it provides a real solid <clears throat> next level up from Farrah Palmer Cup just under Black Ferns. Mm. Yeah. You guys agree with that? it? it it's, it's, a tr- it's a tricky one because... We want to see, we want to showcase yeah. w- women's rugby and we want to see the women play at the super level. Mm. And we need to plug that gap between NPC and yeah. the Black Ferns. Yeah. yeah. So that's why we've created this composition. Yeah. But I just feel that we're kind of, in a way, starting from the top down when we really need to kind of fix Good point, this club yeah. level. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like, you know, and, and, and we've talked about it before, like we've got Jacks running out here. Uh, for the ponies, you know, she's been here for a couple of years. She's been to other clubs, but she, you know, she um, she was, I think, one her first Black Fern or one her Black Fern debut in 2013, I think, maybe. So she's eight, nine years in the national, you know, so she's running out here for our one club, you know, one, one you know, uh, woman's team in the club, right? So, and we could have tomorrow when the ponies train, we could have a, a girl rock up and and play rugby, hasn't played before, uh, out of college, could be 18, has played, you know, netball her whole life or touch or something, wants to get rugby shot. So so you get those, that disparity. What I mean by disparity is is more um, this, like the school level. So you've got Jax who's kind of, you know, and so she'll, 
she could potentially play on the weekend alongside a girl who hasn't played before. Um, and that's that's also we want to see that. But, um, you know, it's it's kind of, you won't get that in, you know, in the male game because the 18 year old has to come work his way through the Colts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey. So it's kind of, it's kind of one of those things where, man, I'm all for, I love watching Aupiki. You know, I was gutted that initially when they planned it back in the last year and they said, it's just going to be a four week comp, four teams. You play every one of the other three teams and then it'll be a final. So as it worked out, um, COVID hit, um, and then, you know, we just couldn't get teams on the park and we tried to move, we moved them to Taupo and stuff like that. So in the end, it was kind of a fractured tournament. But from what I saw, it was amazing. I good love footy, watching, yeah, yeah, I love watching the Matsutu team um, because the Canes, they weren't even like, they, they, the Chiefs were completely stacked. Mm, the Blues, so stacked. the Blues weren't too far behind then. Yep. The Matsutu was pre- pretty much your Canterbury Farah Palmer Cup team with three or four Otago players, Chris, you know, um, Kiristiana Mortani that stock of that team. And then the Canes were kind of, you had Jax, you had, uh, you know, like Monica, a couple of other pride players, and then the rest of the Waikato, Hawks Bay oh. model too. That, so the Canes, no, no one picked the Canes to, to even feature in the top three. They finished second. So it was awesome to watch, but um, there's a lot of work that needs to, to kind of be sorted a couple of tiers down mm. before we can kind of yeah. enjoy, you know, that's real good points, bro. Yeah. I like that. Uh. Um, you also mentioned um, possible expansion of the competition, competition or long-term plans eventually um, about maybe having teams from Aussie. Um, can't remember where our city mentioned, but that's an awesome idea as well. Eh? Just the potential where the, the growth of that that level could could be, mm. um, which is more like the men's super rugby and having teams from everywhere. Um, yeah. Yeah. It also doesn't help when unions make up their own rules for dispensation and and don't mm. dispensate girls to play that are like that are fine to play. <clears throat> it's always interesting when you see uh, what's the ten from the Blues. Oh, Patricia, Patricia. Marie. Yeah. So she was playing since she was sixteen, and then you know has cracked that Blackfern's kind of wider squad. But if you, you wouldn't get that from a six-year-old in our region because they don't get dispensated. Yeah. yeah Patricia was running around yeah. for the Auckland Farrah Palmer Cup team, eh? Yeah. At yeah. 16, at, at Playmaker. 16. Yeah. At number 10, running her back line. Mm. And a 16-year-old in Wellington can't even play for a club. Yeah. Or play club footy. So there's a lot of, <clears> lot of <throat> things going on which doesn't really sort of... Yeah. And it just puts people off from playing. Mm. That's all it really does. Like if, if you can't... If you know you're capable and they won't let you play, well, then you like stuff it. I'll go play a different sport or I'll go do something else. Yeah, it doesn't happen. It has to be a better assessment program than filling in an application, getting that sense away, and having it declined. Because the first time I talked about it on this pod was for Peter Larkai uh, when we tried to get him to play sevens. And he was, you know, eventually coming to this club. He was 17, turning 18 very shortly. Um, currently, well, he's in some rep teams and stuff. We had his parents sign off on it, um, just to make sure it was all good. They declined it, and yet they were happy for him to play premier footy and like um, representative footy months later. You know, that's that's that was 
kind of ridiculous for me to so, see. So Peter was obviously preparing for the Condor Sevens yeah, of exactly. Silverstream, yeah. and he was playing the abbreviated version, yeah. so Sevens Club Footy, which you know is is not the, in terms of the attrition, the contact, mm. the ferocity, the word whatever you use in Fifteens is obviously you know. So yeah, you're right. It was pretty frustrating. Like get these like if they if they had if they see Peter play or Annie mm. and. Like their minds would be made up straight away. They're not just school kids coming out trying to play club footy. They're actually high, um, highly school skilled athletes trying to come out and play. If, like if they had a process where they're like, "Yeah, look, we'll, we'll come out to your, to this. We'll come out to your club, do a thirty minute assessment on this person, just check their technique on tackling, like live tackling, or and things like that. Check their knowledge." Oh, yeah. It's pretty good from there. Like, have that process instead of just uh, sending it into the union. I know we've gone in early. It's there's, not there's even a, round a, one. There's a bit more to it <clears throat> for the women's um, dispensation. Yeah. But it, it's so it's a, obviously appearance, medical. Yep, they have to be seen by the high performance manager of the women's high performance and then the, the, the coach of the pricing. Um, but they've been. She's been seen by. She's been a coach under him for the last three years at high school, <laughs> so you would know if she was capable or not. Yeah. And I, th- I think it's more like if the parents are saying their child's capable and they're signing off on it, I don't think parents would want to put their children in situations that they couldn't deal with. Yeah. So if a parent's saying that they're capable, then you would assume that they should be able to play. Because I, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's the parent's responsibility for the kid. Mm. And you wouldn't just put them in a situation where you obviously don't think they couldn't handle themselves. And I know it's situational from player to player, position to position. Um, but man, Annie's a good, good athlete. She can handle herself. And we're trying to get women into the game, especially in Wellington club club footy. Need all the players we can get. Mm. And even with. Um, Toops' sister, the last couple of years. Naomi? Naomi's over in France now as part of an academy over there. Yeah. The poor girl, you know, was, yeah. She the, ran ran rings around some players and wasn't allowed to play. Mm. Silly. Now, we haven't even gone to round one. <laughs> and we've gone into the union. Just giving our, um, giving our two cents on the situation. We don't hate you. We love your work. But we just have opinions as well. <clears throat> yeah, shout out to Annie. Hope, hopefully next year, maybe. Hopefully this year. Yeah, this year. Um, One thing I just wanted to quickly mention while we're talking about um, the game is is obviously the Premier Premier Women and Premier Men um, kick off this weekend, and we won't see any other teams play till the twenty third. <laughs> so that's second, ninth, sixteenth, at least three weeks. Um, Go is for me. Would have made some real sense. Uh, for the women to play directly before the men. Um, so it would have been good to uh, organise, obviously, where possible. Um, you know, Make obviously, chance. we're playing OBU. I don't think OBU have a women's team this year, eh? I don't know. Which just astounds Impalas. me. Astounds yeah. me. Um, that it's a university club. They've really gone downhill since yeah. Hope left. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it would have, been, would have been great for, um, you know, to have our, our ponies. 
uh, play out at Nanville. And I understand there's obviously not complications, but there's, um, you know, obviously trying to work out changing room, allocation and so forth. But we would have been able to make it happen. Um, or even Ponies playing Ori's before Ori's Prem's game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, either, yeah. yeah. But um, there's an opportunity there. Um, there's no other grades playing. Um, it's the first week of footy. I know, obviously, the in terms of the is it the, the midnight on the fourth? I think so. Maybe Monday is when yes. it's going to open. Yeah. Like yeah. Um. So this weekend restrictions. You know, yeah. Yeah. I think it's a midnight on the fourth. <laughs> so not this weekend, but imagine next weekend. I know we're actually playing um here at home, and the ponies will be here at home as well mm. next weekend. But Fill the wreck. Push the yeah. Push the ponies game mm. for a one pm kickoff, and just pack the wreck out. Like, you know, so... Yeah, we're doing a hashtag fill the wreck. Yeah. So let's get this weekend out of the way and then we'll see what we can do. And I know the ponies are due to play Pornica next week. At fill the wreck. But, um, yeah, you know, have them back-to-back if they're the only grads play. What's that girl we used to deal with at um, the union? Emma Paisley? Yeah, Miss Sarah. Yeah. She was great. Uh, yeah, last week, guys. Um, let's quickly jump into NRL real quick. Oh. And did yeah, I really? tell you it was our oh. year or what? <laughs> no, nah. <laughs> nah, we're not going there. Warriors are absolutely terrible. I've mentioned it before. That, Warrior, that Warriors-Tigers game, the worst game of footy I've seen in my life. The I worst. Hope, I hope those teams walked home to their hotel yeah. after that game. They didn't deserve to be transported on a bus back to their they Yeah, They should have been playing Bartercard Cup. Over here, not even that. They should be here playing club footy against Corridor and Corridor. I've been around for yeah. 30 years. Yeah. Um, actually, just the coaches' boxes in that game we, we've already mentioned was absolutely hilarious. They didn't know what the hell was going on, but it mentioned it reminded me a lot of the Hurricanes coaching box against the minor in that last kind of 10 minutes. You know, those guys up there, well, hey, I can say it, yeah, yeah it must be must have been a frustrating coaches' box as well. The, the old Hurricanes one. I ain't playing a B team and stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, what's the solution to the Warriors? Because I don't know. They've tried about a million different coaches. The players, I don't know. Is, is, is it a, is it a holiday mode? location even. They've gone yeah. over to Australia. <laughs> and now they want to get a second team in New Zealand. Don't, don't do it. No, that's their ploy. As Australians, they want to get a second team into into the south, just to frustrate all of New Zealand. Nah, but day one, baby, let's go, let's go, Warriors. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Um, I think the Warriors they used to when they used to have that that NYC the National Youth or the under twenties, yeah, and the, mm. and the, the Warriors used to almost that. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that was awesome. Um, and then you see a lot of those guys kind of come through the getter, and then the guys that obviously were picked up by the clubs, you saw them shine at other other clubs. But um, yeah, that that hasn't helped. That definitely hasn't helped. But yeah, it's it's got to be. You got to bring you got to bring guys through together. You know, through the under 16s under 18s locally. Yeah, and then bring them through into the Warriors. The, maybe the Russell Packer, Ben Muslino kind of. Yeah. What's the guy that's over in England now? Tong and Funny Guy? Tong and Funny Guy. Oh, Conrad. Connie. Connie. Yeah. That era come. They, yeah, they yeah. push his hips. Like Billy was, come through yeah, there. Yeah, was part of that. Um, Johnson. Even the guy who's on the All Black Sevens at the moment. Um, just trying to think of his name. Big, uh, big Māori 
boy who oh, it'll come. Contra yeah. <laughs> yeah, two little here, like man, they man, they've they've had some great young players come yeah. through. If you could keep them together somehow, hmm. that that I think that's that's definitely a, a key to it. They kinda you know, Sean Johnson's come back, they make some big signings, Lodge's been good, but they just don't click. I don't know, just how do you kinda yeah. The Panthers are, are benefiting. From five, six guys having played together since, you know, under 16s, yeah, just 15 year olds. Time. Yeah. Six, seven years now, they just, man, you know, they're just the, the core of that squad. And then they, you know, you can bring an uppy and a bill from Kikau on that. And they just, yeah. Like, know. you know, a culture in a club is good when you have so many injuries in a team and you still come through and kind of, kind of you know, these guys just slot in yeah. into the arrogant Panthers side. Um, <laughs> No, but they look good, eh? 38-20 against the Knights, who lost to Pongo late. Hmm. Um, yeah, Sharky's got up early. Nico Hines. Hmm. Everyone's loving that kid at the moment. Broncos, unlucky, Kimbo. Uh, Bronx, um, shattered dreams. Got absolutely pumped. That was terrible. By the Cowboys. Two, two from two to start with, and then they just went back to the Broncos of old. The Cowboys rode the Broncos. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it works. The horses. Getting up. Um, Seagulls got up by one. That's terrible as well at the moment. Over the doggies by one point. Mm. Really loving league at the moment. Eh? Yep. Digging it. Uh, gig Ronders. We're going to Gig Ronders. Uh, and um, I want to I jump in early here. And it's just that, just, you know, there's a real rich culture at the moment of people that get offended by everything. It's a real big gig on for me. Mm. Just everything. I guess you could call them. No, 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 Karen's are different. Karen's are the ones that react to stuff they see in front of them and, and things like that. But yeah, tell a joke, offended. <laughs> um, you make a comment, offended. They, I mean, I'm, Thing is, it's just it's so normal now. People getting affected that it's just normal. Mm. Yeah. Anyone else? I have one, um, and it's a work-related one, and it's because obviously you're working from home heaps, so you get lots of calls. But when someone says, "Hey, let me know when you're free," and you're obviously not free, but they ring you anyway, mm. and you're just like, answer it. But it's like. I didn't say I was free yet. <laughs> Why are you calling me? Because I'm still not free, but now I have to answer your call because I'm not going to be rude, but that's one of my gear grinders at work lately. Yeah, just on week ones, I don't know, I can't remember if I've said this before, but people that email you or call you late on Fridays, oh, yes. it's like, come on, man. This better be good. Everybody knows you don't do anything for the last few hours on Friday. <laughs> Is <Yeah>. that right? <laughs> hey, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my only one this week was actually rugby related, or probably sport related, rugby league related as well. But um, goal kickers who throw the tees back at yeah the person who brings the tee yeah yeah rude that, that yeah that's rude that's rude if they've if they've run forty meters out to you to hand you the tee for you to kick your goal um just hand the tee back don't throw it yeah thanks bro but that's yeah. Was it? Is it JT that always used to hand it he back? He used to hand it back. Yeah, yeah. I like that. It's good to yeah, see. That was that awesome. Yeah. yeah, he he yeah he he just had a little moment with 
the, the boy or the girl that brought it out and man the man that would stay for that kid with that kid mm. forever like yeah that's that's kind of cool there's a lot of players that kind of employ that now which is really yeah. cool have a little moment with the whoever brings the tea up but there's still guys that yeah just toss it back like it's you know so so arrogant eh? it is arrogant. Like it's their right. that's why you keep yeah. missing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but don't actually get it over i know don't miss the kick and then blame the person who brought the tea out to you. Mate, if someone Jeepers. threw me the tea and I was disgusted by it, I'd grab a, I'd dunk that tea in vase next time I come out. Just so the ball sticks a little. Just, you know. Spray a bit of glue on it. Go to all that effort. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, if we we're ahead. So I want to win first. Um, one that I mentioned, um, oh, the, the water bottle one still gets me. Yeah. Just throwing the water bottles like towards the water holder mm. put it back in the slot man the guys come back they'll have a sip of water come back and i've got the four water carriers on the table and their slots and they'll just put it to the side or they'll lie it on a top on the top of a water carrier that's yeah. already full yeah it infuriates it's, me yeah it's crazy it, it, <laughs> yeah it's not good for my any of you players that health. are listening yeah. just get that into your little team meetings mm. Um, I think one. I don't think I've said it on the pod before, but uh, is you know, I might have said it on the pod before. The filters on like Snapchat and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't think you've said it. Oh, they they just don't fit my face, eh? They need filters for big people, bro. Well, just move the phone further away. Nah, nah, bro. Hey, hey. Yes. Don't wait. Don't wait. We well, need to get off Snap, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you so, know what else grinds my gears? Oh, that's just because I'm sitting here looking at one. It just printers in general. They're so difficult, especially if you have a home printer and you're not getting people to come in and change your ink for you. Changing ink, getting it to work in the first place, getting that USB set up, Bluetooth, whatever. Printers are always hard. Always. Do you feel like it's a piece of technology that hasn't changed much? You know, everything else seems to be changing with the times. But this clunky old thing back there still. But the ones in your office are massive. Mm. Yeah, they got to pump out heaps. But even, even newer ones are still still pretty big and slow. One day they're going to have printers on your phones. <laughs> <laughs> How would you get the A4 size printer? I don't know. <laughs> but they'll figure something out. That, I mean, the other kind of questions they're asking back then, how am I going to get my phone, my music, and blah, 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 all into this machine? But they did. There you go, boss. Da-da. Done. Got me thinking now. Yeah? Mm. You're going to try and make it. <laughs> Couple of uh, talking talking points. Uh, tonight, just wanted to throw out there. If someone was like, well, "Don't make it an interview one, make it informal." Like if someone was like, "Tell us about yourself," you know, I don't think we've ever really done that before on the pod. Someone asks, "Oh, can you just tell me about yourself?" Tell us about yourself on the pod. Is you, you, you go you, first? You yeah. Start. Bridge. No, his goes. <laughs> we'll go first because he'll set us up real good. How, how long? So you just want 
Just go. Just tell us about yourself. <clears throat> you can go as long and short as you want. Okay. But get the key points across. All right. Okay. I'll try and <clears throat> cram it into 60 seconds. Yeah. Uh, so, Rotorua born. Aye. Yeah, Rotorua born. Did I know that? Yep. Uh, parents, uh, dad moved from Samoa. Mum was born in Auckland. So parents who moved from Samoa. Uh, dad did four years down at Knox Theological College, ordained Presbyterian minister, married my mum back in Auckland. They were called Turuturua. First parish was there. And that was where my sister and I were born. Then we moved to Wellington, Tony. Um, yeah, so then uh, probably a couple of months after we moved here, it was a new, brand new rugby season. So wandered real, down here. Real quick. Yeah. Are you super stoked they didn't stay in Auckland or Rotors? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So good. Yeah, at- absolutely. I actually, to be honest, will never leave Wellington. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't live anywhere else. Because my parents also done a stint in Auckland. Yeah. And all I just remember is saying, thank God they moved to Wellington. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because I would have been one of those guys. Yeah. Bro, are you in a gang, bro? Bro, are you in a gang? <laughs> yeah, could be. Are you friends with Tomlins, bro? <sighs> so, shush. Um, yeah, carry on. Yeah, so then, yeah, came along here as a five-year-old and played all my junior footy here. So that's why this club is, I believe, blue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Did all my schooling here in um, Petoni, Sacred Heart Primary, a couple of years intermediate, went out to Scots, um, did some, studied a bit of design, got into hospo, now I'm working for New Zealand Rugby, um, and that's me really in a nutshell, yeah. Nice. That was pretty good, eh? Hope you're up. Yeah, hopefully people are interested in this stuff. Yeah, I reckon they are. Um, okay. Uh, my name's Hope. I grew up in Hawke's Bay and I lived there till I was 21 and I moved to Wellington and I haven't left since I've been here. Um, I like long walks on the beach now. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, um, I do though. Um, I don't know, I just, usually rugby is pretty much a big part of my life at the moment. I do that, I work, I enjoy doing puzzles. <laughs> And I have one brother and a sister. I've got three nephews. Um, my mum and dad are still in the bay. And I don't know, yeah, that's that's me. What was it like growing up in the bay? Oh, it was neat. I would want to raise my kids in the bay, I think. Did you go to Fantasyland? Yes. Did, did you ever go there? Bro, every time I went to the bay, that's the only reason I jumped in the car. Real random kind so of my, theme park. I've got two aunties up there. My mum's got two sisters that live there. And my grandparents retired there from Auckland. So it was the only way they were going to get us to get in the car and not cry. Because mm. to be honest, I didn't really enjoy going to the bay. Yeah. Because we went to Flexmere. <laughs> so I had an auntie who lived on Cable Place. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being legit. I had an auntie who lived on Cable Place. What's and the other, one lived on, the other one lived on Flexmere Ave. And we just walked between the two houses. And I was like, did we really come all the way from Wellington to do this? But. Fantasy was it Fantasy Island, Fantasy Land, Fantasy Land, Fantasy yeah. Land, yeah. That was pretty cool. The castle and any other water features, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's the funny thing. Everyone would go on, on other stuff, but I always wanted to jump in a kayak <laughs> or canoe and just canoe around the thing. There was like mm. a roller coaster there, eh? And like, and like little motorcycles and yeah, yeah. and go karts and it's always funny because I mean it's changed the space planet now, but 
in the bay when you grow up in the bay you kind of take it for granted mm. so when people are like oh yeah cool have you been to space planet before and you're like yeah i've been to space planet before like who hasn't sort of thing but it's actually a really big deal for everyone outside of hawks bay that yeah. comes to blacksmith <laughs> um also remember as a kid when like i used to like going to napier nobody likes going to napier because there's not much to do there but i'd like to go to the marine um the animals were in there the dolphins the were dolphins. marine yeah. land it's I pretty think. sad <laughs> yeah it is like it was like I, rec- I i was young enough to know to think it was fun but old enough to know it didn't really look right <laughs> mm. yeah free willy yeah it's a free willy well to be fair like it like the it's whale an, it's an adult um napier is a lot better to go to than hastings yeah a bit more exciting yeah, good point. <clears throat> I guess for myself, uh, born in 83. Uh, my parents were also born in Samoa. Came over here, don't know what year. Um, and uh, I was born in Lower Hutt. Dad was a teacher, mum was a nurse. And um, I felt like I had a real good upbringing. Kind of free to play heaps of sports and try things and have cool friends. I will talk about that later. Um, went to Patani College when that was around, which is now um, Ryman's Retirement Village. <laughs> um, went to Wanui College, which then closed down and became Wanui High. Bit of a theme there. Yep. And then finished up at uh, St. Bernard's College. Uh, came out of school and bummed around for ages. Worked at various places. Currently now an account manager in the hut and um, yeah, doing a bit of coaching. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you guys is maybe one or two things you miss from your childhood. Things you miss, which was only a couple of years ago for you, Hope. Um, think of something that you miss from your childhood. Got anything else? Um... Yeah, I, I just, yeah, I, don't, I just miss the kind of the innocence of it all, you know, and yeah. I, I don't know if that's the right word, but we're just very, very commercialized now. Like, there's just, you know, like, I just loved just being that free spirit as a kid. And I kind of feel a bit sad that kids these days can't experience what we had, mm. you know, growing up. I mean, it, you know, like, I think of, even our parents when they were kids like i can't comment on that but i know that you know from the ages of sort of seven and eight you know right through to you know maybe 13 14 even even the teenagers you know even as, as a young adult young adult like um there's a lot of things back then that uh just i just makes me appreciate what we had you know like um you know and it was simple like you know like yeah. now everything's at the like this this phone here, everything's on it. Yeah. Right? Like if you lose this, you'd go into a state of mourning. Yeah. Because it'd be like, I've lost this massive part of me. Like at the touch of a button, um, take photos and you can call someone on the other side of the world and you could find out the price of fish and you can watch and whatever, you know. Um, so I just yeah, some of the stuff from as a kid, um, you know, where you could just get home from school and, you know, get a bite to eat or whatever, drop your school bag. And 
like for me, I had to have my half hour on the piano to go through my piano lessons and do my homework. And then, you know, it'd be like, mum, can I go and play across the road at mm. the library or to go up the field with, you know, and you'd just run out the door at, you know, maybe 5.30 and you'd be gone for three hours. And yeah. mum and dad wouldn't even care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, they, they would, wouldn't. They would, yeah. And then they'd just be like, just be home by the time the lights go on, mm. the street lights, and you'd wander back and, you know, I'd fall over and come back with a cut on my knee and, you know, and mum would just be like, harden up, put a Band-Aid on mm. it and stuff like now. Like it's, you know, it's just, um, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a whole different ball game now. Eh? So I don't know, long story short, um, yeah, it's probably, yeah, it's probably just the, just the simple things. You said early, early in that there, um, the innocence of it all. Um, but just as you were answering, I was thinking as well, and I was like, I was thinking just the obliviousness of just being a kid. Mm. Like um, just getting on a bike, riding around with your mates, would end up in all corners of Patani, bro. Mm. Could could be anywhere. Like some days would be down the Bronx. Um, some days you'd, you'd be in the mangy pad, <laughs> hanging with the the mangies and seeing what they're doing. Down at the tennis club, over at the rec, you could be anywhere. Uh, and then you just roll home, have a feed, watch some movies. Parents wouldn't even ask where you were half the time. It's crazy, yeah. Mm. Your parents would get locked up if they let you do that today. Yeah. Hope. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking, like, just, just like something simple, like ringing your friend, you know, on the home phone. Like you, you just text them these days. But it was always like, oh, can I ring? Can I ring my friend? Or can they come mm. over? Like, like it was like that. I don't know what it is like these days. Um, but like trying to get your parents to take you to the video store so you could pick a movie and you'll spend, oh, that's, that's spend ages the there and it's always the same movies because he went there last week but yeah, that was always fun um, and picking your snacks and stuff growing up yeah but I agree too just just being a kid like when you watch kids these days <clears throat> you just kind of wish you were a kid again where you didn't have to worry about all the mm. adult stuff that's going on and going to work and I always say, like, I know when I was younger, people would say to me, I'd be like, oh, whatever. Like, don't be in a rush to grow up. Like, because it's so much more fun. Like, yeah. even if you hate school, it's so much better than, than working. The real life, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just enjoy your childhood, really. Uh, I miss uh, letters. Do you miss letters? Oh, yeah. Letters. Letters, yeah. Mm. Like, either writing letters or receiving oh, yeah. letters. Mm. I was quite a big letter writer in uh, my college years because <laughs> I was quite smooth with it. I um <laughs> this is a funny story. In my fourth and kind of fifth form, mainly fourth form, uh, one of my really good mates at Scots, um, we'd on our free period, we'd just wander up behind the gym, kind of up the embankment in Shratmore. And and basically there was a couch that the seventh formers from about a decade earlier had taken the, all the way, carried it all the way up that sat there and it was kind of secluded and covered. So it never really aged, but everyone knew about this couch. And so you just, you know, on a free period, you just wander up there and lie on this, you know, couch that could sit like three, or four guys and just kind of enjoy the view or just time away from, yeah. Cool. So we used to sneak up there with one of my good mates and I used to write his love letters to his girlfriend at the time who was at St. Mary's. And used that, to write his. I used to write his letters. So he would, he would tell me what to write. And I'd write the letter. 
because he liked my printing. And so... You know what? I've done that before too. Yeah. Ask someone else to write my letters. Wow. And so back then, we had those massive thick biros with like the 12 or 16 colors on them. Yeah. They had like a, a fluorescent green or like a baby pink or like a lime green, just those wacky colors. So he'd be like, yes, I'm just going to basically... What do you call it when they... Oh yeah, but there's a word for you know when they yeah. Anyway, he would he would say to me he would give me the line to write and he'd be like every line a different color, and I'd print it and it was just yeah for him it was just like it's just immaculate because the colors the printing everything. Um. Anyway, he won he won over the school, and I think they broke up maybe four or five years ago, but they got Gee, married wow. and they got two kids. And the eldest girl would be 24, 23 now. And their boy would be 18, 19. And he's now in Oz and she's still here. Is, is that because she found out that it wasn't actually his writing? Yeah. Uh, no. Are you writing letters now? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> huh? Are you writing letters now? Or? I'm still available to write letters, yeah. So what you're saying is he shouldn't, you shouldn't have wrote that letter in the first place because it was all a waste of time. Uh, <laughs> it kind of been a waste of time if they were married for twenty years. Um, yeah, so yeah, that, that's funny when you talk about letters. That's um, one thing that kind of sticks out to me. Mm. Mm. Just everything old school. Eh? Yeah. I know it's a different different time, and that happens. Mm. There's nothing wrong with reminiscing. No. Um, I saw this funny clip on TikTok uh, yesterday. Did you ever do the old? Um, I have music playing on the background. Yeah. And then you have your phone there and then Hey, you reach the fridge. I <laughs> do that whole thing. Voicemail. Classic. Guilty pleasures. I want to know. Give me a few or one or two or three of your guilty pleasures. I'll jump in early and give you give you one for free. And you know, I shouldn't even have to feel guilty for this one. But you know. It's My Chemical Romance. Their music. Absolutely love them. Everybody hates them, but their music is great to me. That is a guilty pleasure. Mm. Probably got a lot of music ones myself. Mm. <clears throat> okay, I'll go. Um, mine is kids' movies and like the sing along versions of songs. Like, what's the latest one? Encanto. Oh, I love, oh, yeah, I love yeah. all those songs. I love Moana's songs. I like, haven't watched that one yet. Which one? The first one you said. Encanto. Encanto. Oh, I need to watch it. Got some good tunes on that one. Mm. Um, but that'd be mine. Everyone's just like, turn the music off. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I do enjoy a good Disney song. Yeah. Mm. Um, your pleasure. McDee's Caramel Sundays. If I could, yeah, if I could have one a day, I would. Um, There's something about the combination of caramel, just the creaminess of the Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> they just hit the spot. Eh? Yeah. Um, a grand piano. Just like, you know, if, if there was a room with a grand piano in the middle of it, I could sit in that room all day. Just looks just classy be, to Yeah, me. yeah. Um, yeah, gosh. 
I can't really think of too much else on that. I don't know if this counts as a guilty pleasure, but um, those little caramel dairy milk eggs that come out just for Easter. Yeah. I've always got to get a new packet when I go to the supermarket. The little mini ones? Yeah, the mini ones. Mm. Mm. What's the fill? Caramel. Is it? Caramello. Caramello. Caramello eggs. Mm. Those are good eggs. Nice. And squishmallows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is a weird one. Um, one of mine at the moment is um, two things on YouTube. Uh, I watch it. I like watching auditions, either American Idol or any of those shows. Just love seeing them. Uh, and then the other ones is just looking up karaoke songs on <laughs> on YouTube as well. That's fun, man. That's fun for me. Nice. Mm. Any others? Is well, oh, yeah. there you go. No, no, no. I was just going to ask. Um, what's your go-to karaoke at the moment? So we don't really have one at the moment. It's funny though, like when whenever you sing in the car or find songs, you're like, man, this one would be a real good one to do. And then when you're at a karaoke place and you're trying to think of a song to do, you just go blank. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Santa Rare has always been a yep. frigy favorite from way back in the day, um, as well as uh, Empty Garden. Haven't done that one for a while. Might have to pull that, that one out soon. Actually, last couple of weeks I've been listening to a lot of Sugar Ray. Mm. Old school Sugar Ray, bro. Not bad. Those would be good karaoke songs. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Sorry, you were there. <clears throat> uh, your bakery question. Yes. So, if you were to walk into a bakery and you... Which I do quite often. Yeah. And you um, were to purchase, make three purchases... Um, from the pie warmer, from the sandwich display, and then a sweet item. Which pie, which sandwich, and which sweet option would you purchase if money wasn't an issue? Either you were buying it and you had plenty to buy whatever you wanted, or you were being shouted. And you could pick one from each. or just interested to find out what your three options would be, Hope. Um, I would go with just a plain mince pie. A baked pie? Plain mince no, pie. That's, that's my sweet one. I like that. Uh, yeah, just a plain mince pie. Um, I don't get that. That's, that's where it originated from. And I'm glad that she's come up with it because I know that you're not a fan. And I what think Kate wasn't get? a fan. At a plain mince pie. I love mince pies but we've got to remember that's where pies originated from i understand that and you're yeah <laughs> you, you always got to pay respect to the originator but come on out of all the pies out there it's a standard old mince pie oh. what's wrong with being basic <laughs> <laughs> i'm a basic gal yep. um, so mince i'll take spiders. a mince pie Maybe a potato top pie. Oh, hang on. No, no, no. Twenty-one. <laughs> mince hey. pie. Mince pie. I'll go with mince pie. Why not potato I'm top? Quite, I'm you quite. Both. 
What are you trying to pick one? So she's gone, man. Came to my head, all right. Um, sandwich. Sandwich. I get those those chicken ones that have like the shredded chicken. Sometimes it's in a roll. It's yep. like usually a roll, shredded chicken and lettuce and like so like carrots, an egg, and, egg, yep. egg, like a ever. chicken sandwich or a chicken roll. <laughs> Well, they're not. Sometimes you can just get chicken sandwiches with just chicken in it and mayo. And chicken and salad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as a sweet, so it's dependent on how good their fresh cream donuts are because there's mm. only a few that I like and if yep. I don't like them, I won't get them. Otherwise, I'll probably just get me a, a chalky lamington with cream, fresh cream. Tell you what, I'm in, I'm in trouble here because you've just sparked the memory that Mr. Bun in the Hut do a fantastic donut, cream donut. Right. Is it still open? I might end up there tomorrow. Apologies. Yeah. Might be hovering up there tonight after this. Be waiting to set up fridge. Your uh... ah, for me, it has to be a steak and cheese. I think, bro. Mm. If not a steak, cheese and mushroom. Mm. But I got to choose one. So bacon and egg. <laughs> now nah, we'll go, I'll go steak and cheese. Kind of got a bit of everything in there. You got your meaty richness, and then and then just the the cheese, which just cuts through that that richness there, with a bit of tang, uh, and then a sweet or oh, sandwich, sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can go bacon egg sandwich. Mm. Yep, that covers that, and then a sweet. This this oh this is probably a guilty pleasure as well um it's either going to be a louis slice have you heard of a louis, louis slice before mm. Those are a so bit good. of jam and yep. sort of, coconut yep. on on top yep. i feel like it's like a 80 year old's favorite it is <laughs> it's a bit like ginger nut biscuits nah <laughs> oh yeah, yeah like, yes, like yeah, yeah. pack and save used to do the meanest one i haven't been there in ages though uh, or uh, it almost anything with caramel in it, like a caramel slice, or mm. yeah, sucker for caramel. Eh? How good is caramel? <laughs> Underrated. Very. Mm. Yep, I think that's me. And I'll probably wash it down with a Coke Zero. Yeah. Can we go there? Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably get like a um, a lime shake. Oh, great choice. Mm. Nice. Um, I'll go potato top pie. Sandwich wise, I'll probably go chicken and avocado. No, oh, yeah. Mm. Quick question: mm. Your pies mm. temperature? Yep. Pretty hot, or just you know, warm enough you could just smash it. Yeah, not lukewarm, but in the middle of warm yeah. and hot, so you can just. But still crunchy? Yeah. 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 Mm. Just not super hot. Yeah. I don't understand things being super hot. No. You know what? You, you know what? Here's a gear grinder for you. My sister's just started doing this, but my old man used to do it. This was like, if I'd pick him up a pie or a sausage roll from the bakery, get home, he'd always put it in the oven to heat it up. Even he, though it was heat, still warm. He, even though it was warm, mm. he liked it super hot. It's weird, eh? Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then sweet caramel slice. Mm. Cameos in the hut 
when we were intermediate, some intermediate was to die for the caramel slice. And no matter wherever I went, I'd, I'd just be comparing it to that caramel slice. And even to this day, it just nothing compares. Is it like a like a tan slice or like a caramel slice where the the chocolate on top is fully covered? Yeah, 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 yep, yep. caramel chocolate on top, caramel filling, and then it's a kind of biscuit biscuit base, but not not ginger nutty biscuit, but soft. A tan slice is like is like a caramel slice, and it's like biscuit caramel, but then it's like biscuit, and then just got chocolate chips on it. Oh yeah, I like that without the chocolate chips, just with like the crumbled. Oh, uh, I'm gonna. I'll ask my sister, sister if she can make a caramel slice for next pod. She does a real good one. Eh? You just basically declared that on the pod. Yeah. So it's got to happen. Yeah. It can't not so it happen now. Yeah. So it is thanks, pretty good, bro. Thanks, Alexa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I used to get her to make it, and I'll take it into work. And they'd be like, "Damn, fresh is good." Like, I've had this recipe for a while, you know. Just claim it. Nice. Thanks, Alexa. Yep. We get it done. Um, weekend ahead. It's a game week. We're here on Tuesday, Tuesday night. One more training, and then ponies and prems into game week. Prems out at um, Nenville. Nenville Park. One of the niggly grounds of Wellington. Eh? Hmm. Uh, two forty-five. How do you reckon the boys gonna go? Uh, I, th- I think, to be honest, Fridge, we Benny did an awesome job with them. When you think about, you know, even if we look back to the back end of last year around that Ken Gray off season, um, you know, the guys were able to kind of get in some good habits in that. Um, had a good break, came back in Jan. Benny kind of just, you know, ran them into the ground. Um, but we saw some good results come off that sort of Jan Feb window, and then I guess in the last, you know, th- three four weeks that we've really focused hone in on it um the boys have really um i guess understood the shape that obviously yourself and pipes are wanting the guys to play with and we've seen from that internal game to the freiburg to Porneke, um that they've kind of built each week um so yeah so while while the boys did an awesome job and the weekend just gone um they won't sit on their laurels i think i think what they've really appreciated is the session that we had here on Saturday where, you know, even, you know, in terms of the walkthrough, the blocks and that, guys understanding their roles in that. Is um, that something that you're going to do every weekend? No. Oh, dude, that was just a no, walk. we won't. Yeah, it was, it was kind of a, we were meant to have a camp initially. Um, yeah, sure, you didn't have one this year. Yeah, so the camp didn't happen for either the senior camp or the premier camp. They ended up being connection days as such. Um, but I think, you know, what happened on the weekend just gone, um, I mean, who knows? I mean, it could be something that maybe mid-round we might think would be good to have another touch point and have another day like that where we could incorporate that into a competition game. But I just think from the learnings that the guys had from there and then they transferred that onto the ground, you know, and the weekend just gone. Um, yeah, we've, we've, we've basically, I think, we've prepared as well as we could have despite the challenges around COVID and, um, and even just the obviously the new coaching group um, with Fridge and Pipes have had to work really hard in the past we've had an extra coach um, you know Benny's been away you know some of our leadership um, guys have been injured and some of our senior players that we were hoping to return this year you know might not be around for whatever reason but I think yeah despite all those challenges I think we this is the, the, the best that we've been able to prepare leading into the weekend we've still got another training to go but I think um, all going well such would 
uh, the guys that have yeah been named in that sort of group will be able to get through Thursday and then head up there on Saturday. We don't know much about OBU. Um, I know they had a preseason game with Massey, but they've had a lot of changes with their management group. So um, it could be a good thing that yeah we kind of go out there a wee bit blind on what's in front of us, but just focusing more on what we can do. And I think we'll yeah I think we'll go out there and hopefully the boys can put yeah put that onto the park for the eighty minutes and get the result that we wanted. <clears throat> but I think that's one of my favourite things is I don't know anyone, you know. So it's it's not going in blind or even arrogance. It's I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like even when um, say the game finished on Saturday, and like I'll, I'll see pipes um, talking to multiple people out there. You know, just from people around the rugby community. Same with huge. Um, do that. But I feel lucky that I could just walk off and, and no one will come over and kind of have those convos and stuff. Um, but then, yeah, like like an OBU, um, A, because I don't know them, and B, because I don't really care um, really like who does what for who and stuff. I think that can be taken as an advantage as well. Um, whereas over the years, people always like, oh, they got these guys in their team, they got these guys in their team. Where I've... I've while it should be noted, I've never really cared, especially if um, you feel like you've done the work on your side to be able to compete and, and progress. Um, yeah, I reckon the, the boys will go, well, if, if, you, if you're going to play OBU at some point in the season, like early is pretty cool. Get to have an early look at them. Traditionally, they're going to be there or thereabouts towards the end of the season anyway. Um, good tests um, coming out of a, a preseason couple of preseason fixtures to see where the guys are. I mean, we might go, go out there and not play the game that we wanted to. And so you get the learnings from that. So either way, um, just just good to, for the season, season to start. Felt like it's been a long preseason um, just to get here. And like you said, it's just um, there's been um, uh, disruption, um, not intentionally from anyone, but, you know, injuries and COVID and all that. But it just feels like we're we've been managing, 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 and bang, we've been together for the last couple of weeks. And I've always said to pipes like the, the clubs that can manage um, kind of the last month and a half to two months the best and get what they can out of the, their program will kind of start well uh, coming into the comp. Um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to the whole day. Um, love a game day. Um, and that was the feeling that we're getting out the last couple of weeks as well. We get to rock up for a game day, have a coffee, start chatting away to players and just enjoy that whole, um, that whole thing. Um, and then finding out where OBU's club rooms is, uh, uh, as well. It'll be interesting to see where we end up after the game. Are they not at the Cambridge Hotel anymore? Well, we heard they ain't, but we've got to find out. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe they got their own club. <laughs> Might be the Hunter Lounge nice. at, uh, yeah. at Victoria University. Yeah, it could be. Mm. Um, you'll pop out um, afterwards, uh, see the boys play hope. And um, what, what are your thoughts on the preseason? And I know you've missed uh, last week. Your thoughts on preseason? You've, you've trained with the boys um, all the way through, and um, just what you want to see out of them coming into this week. I think they've come a long way. I think 
like near the beginning of pre-season it was, it was quite um quiet like there wasn't a lot of a lot of the se- the senior like prem players around um but it's good to see that most mostly they're all back now um and see them at training again even like seeing people like Dilip show up in his first training <laughs> uh, week out before the game but um I think they've they've come together nicely like there's a few uh, new faces or players that haven't always been in that prem side like the last couple of years yeah. so it's good to see new faces and um see their connection with the boys or pe- people that have been missing for a couple of years and come back sort of thing yeah um but yeah i'm gutted i missed the game on last weekend so I, apart from what i've seen on uh against freiburg that's that's all i've really seen of the boys it's funny that like, the last few years we've kind of been sport um a bit more choice of the amount of players that have um, either come out of school or from other clubs or outside the area and even though we don't have this year that this year still feels like we've got the right people in that mix yet to be seen it's just what it feels like this is all i'm going on uh, but can't wait to get out there uh 200 people on it not yet isn't it i think it's the fourth of fourth that's just unlimited eh? outdoors yeah, yeah, yeah. So one, yeah, once, once we get Tuesday next week, we're pretty much so next week. The hashtag fill the wreck. Mm. Next week, home against Upper Hut. Yep. See what happens this week against OBU. Uh, ponies traveling out to Polo Ground, maybe if Polo Ground's still there. Um, this council might have taken away or something. Yeah. No, yeah. So the story with Polo Ground is uh, Ori's, um. Well, they're men anyway. Obviously, the women are at home, but the men are on the road for the first three weeks. And then they're at home for four weeks. And then they've got to find another home venue after round seven. Oh. Yeah. So the ground will, I think, from week seven, or whatever date that is, um, yeah, the ground will um, be ripped up and turn into knows? a retirement village or something. <laughs> Maybe they turn into a dog park. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Aurors don't want to obviously play off that number two. So yeah, options are Rangatai College or Evans Bay or Kilburnie Park or they might even Scott's. just move their club rooms there. Who knows? It is yeah. an easy place to park anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so. cold and wet. Mm. Airplanes flying overhead. Don't they have the field that faces the wrong way? Yeah. It's the Javel of Wellington. City. I'm kidding, Ori's relax. <laughs> uh yeah, ponies heading out there to play. Excited? Yes. I think I am. I'm a bit nervous. I haven't done much contact actually lately. Um, and because we only had that last preseason um last weekend and I couldn't play, so nervous, but excited to just finally get out there and have a game really mm. um and see what we can put together this week with the girls because we've had it quite tough. Uh, with our pre-season, like our numbers have been um, just girls affected by COVID or injured. So we've got a few new players as well that came along, that come along um, on paid on Saturday and then came along to training on on Monday night. So it'd be cool to, to see how they go and hopefully they're not chucked straight into the deep end because we're short on numbers. But yeah, excited to see how we go. Nice. Uh, all the best out there. Welcome to those new girls. Welcome to the club. 
Uh, haven't got much netball news going on at the moment. I'll message uh, Destiny and find out for for coming pods and, and posts and stuff. Uh, the draw um, and stuff is now posted up on Facebook, um, and we'll be posting up the team lists probably Thursday night, Friday morning uh, for the game, hopefully, and we'll go from there. Anything else? Now winding it up now for another pod. I uh, hope you got much on in the. The coming week by rugby? No, just uh, just working and I'm just trying to um, condition my lungs a little bit from uh, COVID last week. Just to make sure that I'll be able to play most of the game on uh, Saturday, hopefully. So I'll just be trying to do that this week. Yeah, that's me. Nothing exciting now that it's rugby season. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing going on. It's kind of the standard now. I like get through your week, rugby said they. Come back to the club, see what happens. And yeah. And then it's Sunday. <laughs> then it's Sunday. And you're wishing that you didn't drink the night before. And they hate that it's Monday the next day. <clears throat> Same old. Uh, is how's your next uh, week in a bit looking? Uh, well, yeah, I guess the rest of the week. Um, yeah, nothing. There's, I guess, a few few admin things to go around um, just being the first game of the season. So uh, just that negative thing around making sure that everyone's registered, um, subs are paid, and then we'll distribute the gear out uh, back into the week and, and then just prep for game day, really. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, away at Nanwell Park, which is, yeah, niggly to get to um, and then even niggly when you're there. But, yeah, we'll just try and make this as sort of seamless as um, possible for the guys when they arrive um, and then just be able to kind of get into the change room and, do what they do and yeah just try and get them prepped to hopefully give um the best 80 minutes that they can and we can come away with a yeah with the with the with the points um not going to be easy over you have been the benchmark for a number of years now so yeah um weird that we don't really know that much about them at this time of the year um leading into we haven't sort of struck them this early actually for a long time so uh might be probably the best time to get them to be honest so yeah we'll just yeah prep accordingly and yeah, get out there and hopefully we can um, start well. And it's a great looking cup that we play for. Uh... Yeah, Mark Vernhoven. So Mark Vernhoven was a Jubilee Cup winning captain for Petoni. Uh, played in a number of those Jubilee Cup winning teams as well through the, I think, 80s and early 90s. Um, I want to say, maybe I might stand corrected on some of those facts. But yeah, taken, unfortunately, yeah, way too soon um, in a, a wee bit of a medical sort of mishap, I think. Uh, he went under the under the knife and surgery and yeah unfortunately didn't um i don't think he woke up i think after that it might have um yes obviously something didn't quite go right there so we lost him at the age of sort of early 50s i think it was mid 50s but yeah so the petoni and, and obu he played for i think maybe harlequins back then harlequins. College, old, college old boys i think you missed that club yeah yeah so um yeah so he represented both clubs um might have been part of the harlequins club when they were first merged. Is that John Preston's from, original yeah, club? Yeah, he used to play. Yeah, yep. he used to play there. So Harlequins was a um, the merger between um, Wellington College Old Boys and Victoria Uni. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Mark was involved in the first few years there. We've been playing for the Mark Brunhoven, I want to say, Memorial Trophy uh, for about, might be close to a decade now. Um, and I, we've only won it a couple of times. Um, so we won it back in 2019. And then we lost it in 2020 at Jerry Collins. 
you might remember. Yeah. And then um, OBU held on to it last year when they beat us by six points. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully um, this year we'll get our hands back on and bring it back to the village. Let's go. Mm. Uh, great thing about that cup also, it fits a lot of bears in it. It's quite a big cup. I was mm. just thinking we might need a bit of a Hope Hakupa cup. Memorial Trophy Cup. Well, since I used to play there. <laughs> <laughs> get that rivalry going, uh, but they don't have a team. Yeah. You can't call it Memorial. Yeah, okay. Well, they can remember me. Hmm. When I used to pay there. <laughs> um, I'll call cup. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever say that again? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I guess my week. Just all pointing towards Saturday, really. Like most weeks will this weekend, uh, this, this year. Or the season, um, <clears throat> March. So we're looking at July, end of season. Mm. July, mm. gonna be a long season. Mm. Gonna be a few Saturday nights in there. Few sober and ones. A lot of work. Yeah, few sober ones. Hopefully. Um, just a reminder: register, get your subs in. Yeah, and isn't it like if you pay the next two days, you get a fifty dollar bar tab? Or? Is it? It's Still gone now. Oh. Yeah, no, that was <laughs> off the table. That <laughs> was available for the first few months. And yeah. Yeah. Um Old Timers Day. Seventh, seventh of May. Yeah. Not too far away. Yes, it is. It's over a month away. Okay. Relax fridge. But we want to get that date out quickly. And then McBain the week week after, fourteenth. Huge day down at the wreck. And what we're doing this year is we're trying to hashtag fill the wreck. Fill it. Look, we've been restricted right far now. too long by these mandates. <laughs> Fill the wreck. I'm going to start using the hashtag on. I'm just going to put it up on social media tonight. Hashtag Fill the wreck, just on story. And um, hopefully, people don't do it this weekend. Maybe I'll wait till next week. But I'll just put it up as a mystery hashtag. And then we'll just slowly start sharing it. And just get the buzz out there. Mm. Just get coffee carts down there. Let's open up. Oh, the Upali's back? Yeah, the kiosk is back. Yeah. The kiosk is back with the plethora of options. Surely a bit of chopped soy rice, maybe a curry option, mm. a bit of lolly cake. Yeah. Potato salad, lolly Potato cake. Salad. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> oh, could make it happen. Seafood chowder. Mm. Oh, bro. You've said it on the plate now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would sell so quick. Just a cup. Cup. Five dollars. Nah, five, mate. Three dollars for a cup. Anyway, team, that's us for another week. Uh, shout out to you who uh, couldn't make it tonight. Uh, you're on thin ice sauce. Um, <laughs> yeah, and um, don't go slapping our comedians. Yep. Take it away. 
It's soon be done. It's soon be done. We are Patoni Rugby. We are Patoni Rugby. When the whistle blows. When the whistle blows. You know it's blue and white time. You know it's blue and white time. I'm gonna stand with the village beside me. Play for. Play for the ones who win before me. Can't stop. Can't stop Patoni Rugby. We're blue and white until we die.